Hi everyone, Donald Lowry here, and I'm the marketing director for Contra Radio Network. You know what helps me sleep well? Physical gold. Gold IRAs help people diversify. The best gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals with thousands of happy customers. Learn why Americans get gold IRAs. Get Augusta's free guide. Text CONTRA to 68592. That's C-O-N-T-R-A to 68592. Or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, tonight we've got a uh, we got angry. Uh, I keep saying angry American. We got all American prepper on with us again. Uh, last time he was on, I'm sure you remember that a couple months ago. Uh, really fun show. Tonight, I'm going to talk about last time we talked about your tanks and your mag group and all that stuff. Got a couple different things tonight. Want to talk about a little bit of your gardening. You just did a video recently on um, showing some of that stuff, as well as current event crap. And uh, specifically, like the the weather engineer, the geoengineering stuff that the government is not doing, that, that whole conspiracy theory stuff, right? Uh, the stuff that's not going on. <laughs> want to talk about some of that tonight uh bill's in the chat what's going on bill brandon's there what's what's going on guys uh at any rate before we get into the show explain to the people that uh that weren't that didn't watch your or listen to your last show uh what you're all about where they can find you and uh you know what you're doing down there in florida well i'm down here living off the grid and i already know how to do it so, you know, you just turn off your electricity for a couple of hours or a day and see how well that goes over. Then you'll see how vulnerable you are. That's why I don't refrigerate meat. I slow smoke it and salt it. It preserves forever. I don't use refrigeration. I live primitively. I take a bath in a little kiddie pool. Rarely do I buy food. And I live in a buy here pay here sheds i turned into a bunker it took a lot of work but i turned into a bunker but my house is paid off you know people got 30-year mortgages and everything two years and my place is paid off yeah no kidding yeah it's it's from the last video too if you if you guys haven't watched that it's pretty good because it you you went into a lot of detail about that stuff as well as when when we were on with uh tagging uh tagging grumpy acres uh talking about all the things that you do sort of a the things that all of us preppers aspire to someday get to uh, one way or another uh you're sort of living that that sort of lifestyle down there uh, right now so it's pretty cool uh and just, it, you just gotta go for it you know you just gotta go for it you will be uncomfortable for a little while but you will get used to it yeah, yeah. Well, and and as preppers, we're sort of geared 
to kind of think that way anyway, because now granted we do have the comforts and and we enjoy our lifestyles and all that, but we're more accepting, I guess, maybe is the, is the way to say that of the, just because we've thought about it, if everything just goes to crap and everything falls apart, we've, we've thought about those different things. So it's not going to be a, a shock if, and when something like that does happen and doing what you're doing right now or so living that lifestyle where you are and, and even tag and, and grumpy too, they come to mind as well with doing the homesteading and uh, life done free is what his thing is. is And, you know, if you're, if you're already doing that, it's sort of practicing it for, for when something does go down, whereas it's not going to be that culture shock, right? It's just like, okay, another day, except this one sucks a little worse. <laughs> That's another reason why I work as a bouncer. Because, you know, to the viewers, to, to stay safe, stay away from stupid people at stupid times and at stupid places. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Working as a bouncer, I put myself with stupid people, stupid places at stupid times. And more bouncers down here get killed than cops. But I deliberately put myself in the roughest clubs I can find to work. Because I deal with it. So, you know, I'm your go-to guy. And when it does hit the fan, man, I've been used to dealing with violent people. So, you know, and they got... Sure. Some of those you're, guys got guns, and you never know. You're you're that crazy ass like like some people out in Oklahoma and stuff. When they see a tornado, they sit in their front yard with a can of beer. You're that what? crazy ass that does that with hurricanes and crap, right? That's funny you say that because yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> the last hurricane that really well, a couple hurricanes back, it blasted right through, and uh, I was in a trailer at the time, and the trailer looked like. The, the poltergeist, the walls were bowing and bucking. I just went out in the backyard and just got drenched and watched a big giant oak tree do a 180 and not break. I couldn't believe that tree didn't break. But no, I ain't scared of no hurricane. I ain't scared of nothing. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, by being working in a security job, it helps put that mindset at all times because I see the ugly in people a lot more than most people do. Mm -hmm. And so then you realize, you know, how just how ugly people can get. Like somebody could be there one night and be all cool, no trouble, being nice, tipping you. Next night, I have to throw them out and I got to fight them, you know, so... I don't know. It just seemed like ever since that last lockdown, people's lost their damn minds. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to get into a little bit of that where society has gone uh, in a bit as well. But, hey, real quick, uh, Brandon in the chat said, I like the new backdrop, Dale. Uh, I, I wanted to – today, I, I've got my, my studio down here set up for green screen. So I made this – this artificial intelligence, I made this on Photoshop. So it's all – I made it in like a half an hour this morning. I got the prepper dude coming through the wall. I don't know if that's a window or <laughs> what the hell that is. Uh, I put a little dog in the bottom, but it's it's pretty interesting. I just think it's kind of kind of fun and cool. Uh, but that's why I have that. Usually I have all my stuff behind me, but um, 
at any rate, uh, enough about that. I want to get back to what you were talking about, but we are going to talk about how society has kind of changed and how uh, just all of these things, everybody's tensions, like you were talking about, uh, just more heightened than ever before. Uh, But before we get into that, I I wanted to play this video that you had and talk a little bit about your uh, gardening setup. Well, I got to put it on the screen first. Um, talk about, or or is this yours, or is it, uh, it, go ahead and just explain this setup right here. I'll mute, I'll turn it down, and you can uh, let me know what's going on in this. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. So what is this video right here? You know, that only took from sprout to that point right there, it only took a month one month what happened was that's part of my mag team he's got property right down the road from me and we couldn't get nothing to grow it's like his soil was bad contaminated we just couldn't get anything to grow in his soil so i'm like hey let's go hydroponic man and use the sunlight instead of lights And that's just a hydroponic system we set up. It doesn't cost that much. It's very easy to make. Almost everything we bought there come from Home Depot. It's run off solar. And the rainwater is the best fertilizer in the world. So it gets to be outside, catch the rainwater, the natural sunlight. And it grows like it's on steroids. And it just tastes so good. It's just got a crisp, clean taste to it. And yeah, right, it right, there, cool. right there, the sweet potatoes, that, that's a survivalist food. If you're a true prepper you survivalist, you need to grow sweet potatoes because you can eat the leaves and then you can eat the potatoes when they form out. And uh, they produce a lot. So that's that's my number one crop. Now, I'm starting to, uh, here soon, I'm going to be selling edelberry sprouts and uh, sugarcane sprouts. I'll be selling those. But, um, and, and, I'm, and then I'll tell people how to grow them. But that That's right there, cool. that if, if you go back a little bit further, go down a couple of videos, if just look at the date on that video to that date and it went from nothing to that in no time uh past all your ted nugent months yeah it's way down there but like i said you'll see it's just nothing and then it's on down oh it's further down yeah, I post a lot of videos. <laughs> you know, whoop, there it was. There it was. Right there, top center left. Right there. Now, yeah, that one. And you played that. That's what it looked like. But look at the date also when you're playing that. Look at the date on that. Four months ago? Uh-huh. And then when you go to the other video, look at the date. It'll be like three months, one month it growed from that to the other. No kidding. 
Yes. I mean, man, it grew like crazy. I never seen something grow so fast in my life. But I also, I got a special fertilizer that I make and sell. And you can use it in a hydroponic system. And uh, if somebody will pay shipping and handling, I don't know, $10 a bag for a five-pound bag, you got to melt it. And then water it into your plants, and it's like feeding them steroids, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I do a money back guarantee on that stuff. That's how good it is. <laughs> it's, but you got to mix it in with soil because when you get it, it's nothing but like clay. It's just got so much. It come by the phosphate mines. It's just they didn't get all the phosphate and stuff out of it. So there's just a lot of stuff in there. Cool. Yeah, uh, Yardbirds is saying it must be nice living in a subtropical climate, too. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier as far as the growing season out here in Colorado. Uh, an outdoor uh, hydroponics, aquaponics, you know, whatever I wanted. It, aquaponics wouldn't work because winter, everything would freeze. But uh, hydroponics and stuff, yeah, it just wouldn't work. But down there, yeah, I mean, that's all year one long. of the benefits of living down there. I grow food all year long and I forage all year long. Cause you know, you know, the view, maybe some, but I'm a big time forager. I believe, you know, I forage for food and it's everywhere down here and it grows all year long. In my opinion, you know, if I had the authority, I would first, I would, if someone's on food stamps, I would make this class mandatory about foraging. And once they took that class, they would not need them food stamps. They just go right out and pick for their own food. It, it grows everywhere down here. Literally at this point, the garden is like a pet project, all besides the sugar cane. And, uh, but my well, true nutrition comes from wild edibles. That that goes into what you were talking about, though, with, with people – uh, and I don't know if it was before we started the show uh, that we were talking about this, but it, people that just don't have any idea anymore how to do some of the things you're talking about, or even, uh, you know, my it, at my level where it's just the gardening, small plot of land. I've got a few few months out of the year, six six months probably, uh, if I if it's a really good season. Uh, and 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 be able to plant things like that. These days, most people have no idea. Uh, their idea of having a garden is going to Home Depot, uh, getting a couple tomato plants, getting some jalapeno plants, right, and and putting it in their their fl little flower planters and and calling it good. That's what their idea of growing vegetables are. They have no idea process of getting it to that point where it's actually bearing fruit. So. Uh, and there's just so many different different other examples as well, not just the food. People are just not they're not as I don't know the mentality these days. It's it's all too easy. There's too many corporations trying to uh, vie for our dollars and make our lives super easy. And in doing which is great, I suppose. But in doing so, we've lost all this this crap that we really if everything does go down the tubes. Uh, which wouldn't surprise me one bit if it did. And you had to rely on yourself to get food. I don't know, man. A, a lot of people screwed. 
Well, in my opinion, not if, but when the grid goes down. And in my opinion, we are at World War III. In my opinion, that other nation, they got maybe 45 days left and they're done. And then we're going to be in a hot war. And think about how they're already here. Just imagine how big of an army has come across our southern border. We're already invaded. They're already here. Yeah. And, you know, you got these things called dirty bombs that could fit in a suitcase. And if they can get tons and tons of drugs across, they can get some dirty bombs. Not a problem. So I just, this thing's just not looking good, man. I mean, I hate to sound like that dude up there in Canada, okay? It's always making fun of me. But uh, got nothing against him. It's actually hilarious, those videos. But well, According to him, we should have been dead three years ago. But it is heating up really hot. And nobody, nobody's pushing for peace. You know, all all countries are gearing up. No one's de-escalating this crap. It just, you know, it just keeps escalating more and more every day. And eventually there's going to be an accident that's going to be perceived in the wrong manner. And I think it's going to be on. Yeah. See, I look at it like with, with those people that do videos like that on a daily basis, something is... Yeah. Something's about to kick off World War Three for the 432nd time. Yeah, this month. but it's it's almost to me it's it's like the the boy who cried wolf. That it's all real. I mean that situation is plausible and possible, but every single day you almost when you when you watch stuff like that and you listen to stuff like that, you almost get that you get numb to it and you're like oh you know whatever. You know, this is and, and that's sort of the mentality that all the sheep will have. Right. They yeah. like, oh, whatever. So when it does happen, <laughs> I mean, you still have to be vigilant about it is what I'm saying. But every single day, you know, you got a life to live, too. Says Canadian purple likes to make fun of me when the fizzy hits the shizzy. <laughs> is that what he says? I don't listen, yeah. I can't listen to him anymore. Three years ago, we should all be dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just got to live in reality, man. Just keep, you, you you know, control your environment. You know, there's nothing we can do. This thing's escalating at an alarming rate. And like, for instance, all this go green crap. Everybody knows who blew that damn pipeline, the North Stream pipeline. Everybody knows who blew that. And that released more damn carbon than all gas run vehicles on this planet for like 10 damn years or so, you know? Yeah. Just, and our grid is not going to be able to handle all these electric cars down here, man, because it gets hot and everybody's got air conditioner running. Yeah. Well, it's the grid is just not it's not capable of doing that yet. It's it's barely capable in some places like California and stuff. They're, they're talking about rolling blackouts and this and that. Uh, and that's without all of that. So, you know, it's put the cart before the horse with a lot of this crap. Yeah, it's I'm not going to let you know, if I have to, I will make my moonshine so strong that it will run my Harley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For I will. Anyway. It'll run it. 
my brother done showed me how to because I got my brother and uh, his shine is so strong. That's he runs his motorcycle on it. Yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, hey, hey, before we get off, because I got a question for that too, but I want to get back to what we were talking about. Oh, maybe we'll get back to the the whole fuel thing and and making it clean enough to run. But uh, with the with what we were just talking about right there, with all of the the, the stuff that's going on. I've got a couple things that, that I wanted to uh, play because you, with the, the stuff going on in Hawaii a, a couple weeks ago, right? I saw some things that made you, and just like, you know, everything, as far as my, my prepper brain, my conspiracy brain goes, I always look at things from a different angle than most people who, when they see something weird, lasers coming down from the sky, they just automatically just say, oh, that's a bunch of BS. There's nothing to that. Now, and before I even get into this, I'm not saying that it was. I'm just saying there's question marks about all of this stuff. And I wanted to play uh, because I, I think there's there's a lot of different things going on with that, a lot of different things with weather, weather modification. Uh, you've got uh, – YouTubers and we've, you know, preppers been talking about it for years, the, the chemtrails and all that. And you get people saying, oh, it's not chems trails, it's contrails. Uh, I got a couple of different videos I want to play, though. Let me pull this up real quick uh, and play this uh, if I can uh, find the play button here. Lasers? Really? Uh, let me set weather? this up for people listening to this podcast. This is from nine years ago. And I can't remember what this guy's name is, but he's a, a pretty good scientist. He's been on some shows, but he's talking about, uh, you know, the government and, you know, lasers, weather modification, things like that. Lasers really to change the weather. That's right. Well, as Mark Twain once famously said, everyone complains about the weather, but no one ever does anything about it. Well, instead of doing a rain dance, we physicists are firing trillion watt lasers into the sky to actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts. So that right there is, is interesting to me when people say uh, and, and again, I'm not saying it was. But when people say, oh, that's just conspiracy theory, that's crazy, uh, that didn't, you know, it wasn't laser beams that started the fire. I mean, nine years ago, they were talking about how they were doing that crap. So don't don't tell me they can't. Give it two months. It'll come out that it was the truth, and then it's no more theory. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish and, this real quick. It's got, uh, it's only like another well, minute. I, I, this is fascinates me in part because, too, I remember reading the stories that China had used this during the Olympics, that the USSR had used this after Chernobyl to create rain clouds. I mean, what, did those really work then? We have some of these capabilities now? Inconclusive. Even in the 60s, the CIA used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War to wash out the Viet Cong. Governments have been playing with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. Yeah. Now, we realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged she to have experimented She probably got some control, producer in her ear going, oh, we're going to get in trouble. we got to shut him up. We're going to get fact-checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's just interesting that this is all, you know, these things that we get. And, I, and again, i got to say this one more time. I'm not saying that's what happened out there. Uh, something crazy happened out there, whether it was intentional or whether it's just something that uh, people are going to take advantage of now. The, the, pow the powers that be, uh, the, the government that doesn't give a crap about the people. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're depending on the government to help you, good luck, basically. But something's going on with that. And, you know, these these people are going to be buying up that land. They're going to be doing whatever they want. And those poor people that, that were living there, 
are screwed now because they don't have the the money or or the power or the connections. That's what you do. You watch who buys this land. Yeah, yeah. That's who my eyes are on, who buys it. Now, yeah. they may do some sort of shell corporation, you know, but when you truly find out who bought it, rich elite, then you're like, well, that's who paid to have it done if it did get lasered. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I saw some pictures of of laser. Be- and, and again, I know I'm going to get called crazy and all this, but there there were actually a couple of days beforehand and before this whole thing happened. And who knows what they were? I, I don't know if it was, you know, spy Chinese spy satellites, whatever it could have been. It doesn't mean it was lasers starting fires and creating electricity. But there were pictures of of that going on before this happened. So uh, and that is not a conspiracy theory. That is actually fact. But. Uh, now, as far as uh, the 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 chemtrails and all that, this is one of those things that always get shot down. And and maybe, you know, to some extent, it's true. Anytime you see a jet flying through the air doesn't mean it's a chemtrail. Uh, there are plenty of them that are contrails. My thing is when you see all the crisscrossing across the sky, uh, that that makes me wonder what the hell they're doing. And when people say that they don't do that shit, I've got a video uh, that I want to play, but what are your thoughts before I play this video? They've been doing that for a long time, and they're spraying us like we're cockroaches or something. And I have seen them literally paint grids in the sky. Mm-hmm. You like the crisscross? I mean, so perfect that you could play tic tac toe with it. I mean, so. And this has been going on for a very long time, and. When I first started noticing it years ago, people were like, oh, you're crazy and this and that and the other. And now it's starting to come out that they are manipulating the weather. They are doing this. They are doing that. And, you know, and they're dropping aluminum. That's one of the main things when they see the, they call it cloud seeding. They drop yeah. aluminum particles in there. And that is not, that aluminum is so unhealthy for the human body. Well, and what they're doing now, I've got this video of John Brennan, right? The the CIA, nonetheless, John Brennan talking about just the same thing that you were talking about. But these days they're doing it in the name of the planet, right? They're they're doing it for our own good is what he's saying right here. Uh, Let me play this. It's just it's it's this this dude is is a piece of crap. This dude lies every time he gets on stage. So the fact that he's up there talking about this stuff makes me, uh, you know, just it even more leery about the whole process. But let me let me play this real quick. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? And gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying. And there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. They have thousands of happy customers. And they are absolute best. They are amazing. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of their retirement portfolios. You need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious about this. So 
text CONTRA to 68592. Again, text C-O-N-T-R-A to 68592. CONTRA to 68592. Or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI, a method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. An SAI program could limit global temperature increases reducing some risks associated with higher temperatures and providing the world economy additional time to transition from fossil fuels. This process is also relatively inexpensive. The National Research Council estimates that a fully deployed SAI program would cost about $10 billion yearly. Or 30 Ukraines. <laughs> yes. As promising as it may be, moving forward on SAI would also raise a number of challenges. So for at, at any rate, for the I, I think it's just it's it's interesting because Everybody tells you this shit's not happening, and, and there he is right there uh, explaining how absolutely it's happening. And then that other radio from nine years ago, they're talking about how absolutely there are lasers that can create lightning strikes. There are lasers that can modify the weather. So when people say that, oh, they don't do that, you given the government or all these – maybe it's not even the government. Maybe it's the bureaucracy. All these people playing God, same thing that happened in Wuhan. Playing God for the betterment of humanity. What could possibly go wrong? Anytime you mess with the the cycle of the earth, you're messing things up. And they call us, you know, the people that call us crazy, we can literally, you can show them that video and they will still be in denial. Yeah. They will still go, no, no. And it's right there. The evidence is right there. They're just sheeples. I, I think, you know, maybe, maybe watching television, there's some sort of brainwashing going on. It's oh, all I say. Brainwashing. <laughs> you know, what I see in the ears here over and over and over again, the mind starts to believe. That's why I don't have no television. And, you know, another conspiracy theory that I proved to be is how they would flicker when you're watching a TV, they would flicker little messages where your subconscious mind can read it. But when they came out to where you can pause the TV, I, I could pause that at the right time and catch some weird ass message that they're flickering on television. <laughs> I've never been able to do that. Okay. She loves this show called big bang theory. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. I love that show. And at the end of the show, it would be a white screen and it said something across it would be there's a sentence or a couple sentences. And me and him are both slow readers, so we don't catch it. And then so we at, when we were able to finally pause the show at the end, we were able to read them. I don't remember what they are now. They, they were so the, the messages were like coded or something they were just if you read them it was like some insane well the I, I think what they are is the producer of the show i can't remember what his name is but it's just like his little notes or whatever at the end of the show absolute nonsense 
And I don't know what the hell they mean half the time. But yeah, we've paused it too just to read because it's it lasts for about three seconds and then it goes away. <laughs> well, also during the show, it'll flicker in and out and you won't even see it. You just gotta happen to randomly pause it and boom, one will be there. And uh, and I think what it is is your subconscious is reading it. You know, I don't know. That's why I don't watch TV. I don't I don't I don't own a television. I don't have no no tech in my bunker except for my camera system. That's it. And my camera system can't be hacked because it's wired and they got to get past a whole lot of stuff just to get to my wiring. So, yeah. Well, I think, I think just even without the flickering and all that stuff, you get people that will turn on the news in the morning. They'll watch the news for half an hour and that is their information. That is what they go on. So when they see that on the, the local news, the national news, the, the morning shows, all that stuff, they're getting the company line is what they're getting. If you go to Fox News, you're getting what the conservative, comp- uh, the Republican company line is. You go to CNN, you're getting the Democrat company line. So it's all propaganda bullshit all across the board. Uh, it's oh. you're getting told what you want, what they want you to be told, because we don't really matter in, in the grand scheme of things. We don't really matter to them. You think about the things that are going on in Ukraine and all that. Do you think they give a rat's ass about the people in Ukraine, the ones suffering? No, no. It's all power game. No, we're. Would they care about us? Nope. <laughs> nobody's doing anything to de-escalate this thing, man. You know, the whole world. Poland just come out and said they're going to have the largest army in the world. I mean, this 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 stuff is ramping up, man. And uh, just need to get ready. You know, that's all you can do. I recommend buying some uh, iodine tablets. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Those iodine tablets you take for radiation. Yeah, yeah. for uh, nuclear fallout. I, I can't yeah. remember what it's what it's uh, what the the chemical it's for, but yeah, it's for your. Uh, well, I can't even remember the organ. Thyroid. It protects your thyroid. Thyroid. Yes. You know, but there's only so much anyone can do. Yeah, when it comes to something like that. But and and you know what? It's pretty sad that as and, and I've talked about this before, as preppers, we used to think about that just 10, 15 years ago as something that was, yeah, you know, we're we're preppers, so we talk about nukes and things like that. And we, we need to be ready for that, just like we need to be ready for everything else. But these days, it it really is. And 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 you know, honestly, there's a lot of my there's not a lot of my preps that go to nukes uh, because just like you said, I mean, there's not a lot you can do other than protect yourself for, uh, you know, however long that might be, depending on where you are when when things happen. But uh, it, it it is something that is real these days, regardless you know, of these these channels that talk about it every every 30 minutes because it gets clicks. It is real. It is something that could happen, and you you need to at least pay attention to the things that are going on without getting brain, which is the hard part, without getting brainwashed <laughs> by yeah, the media. I got, I got over 10 go bags, but each one of them is for a different scenario. You know, like people can say, you know, I'm not bugging out no matter what happens. If their whole area gets radiated, they're going to have to leave that area. Yeah. There's no way around it. And so, and I push it from a different point of view because I've been a survival since I was 14. I've been a prepper for a very long time, at least 20 years. 
but I've been in survivalist and the world's just getting so complicated that a lot of times when I go off to the woods, I take the bare minimum, just the bare minimum. Have you or someone you know ever had a hard drive crash? Or maybe your cell phone or tablet died, taking all of your pictures with it. You've thought about backing up your data, but all of the plans out there cost too much money for just a little bit of storage space. Well, now there's a solution. Got backup? That's right, Got Backup will allow you to back up unlimited devices, up to six terabytes of data for only $9.97 a month. And that's not all. You can earn commissions by referring friends and family too. Got Backup is the only data storage center that allows you to earn income on your referrals. Check out Got Backup now. Log on to john-jeffers.com. That's john-jeffers.com. Log on now. you know, to survive. Instead of taking a big giant pack, wait, you're going to walk 100 yards and be exhausted and truly live off the land. You know, the way the natives did it. I study how the Seminoles did it, how the Mikasukis did it. You know, the ones that literally lived down here in this heat, in this mosquitoes. You know, and like I said, our growing season is all year long. Yeah, yeah. Like for you, for instance, you know you can if you have a spare bedroom, you can set you up an indoor growth system, and it's not hard. Yeah, I, I have thought about that because I start seeds down here in the basement, and I, I may actually do something like that to uh, to grow some stuff, separate a, a different part of this room, and and start growing that stuff uh, like that. Yeah, uh, just well, need to get the lights and all that stuff. Well, you can do the cheap way to do it is go to your like your Home Depot, get shop lights and get uh, it's called soft white. Put it as close to your plants as you can get it because it won't burn it. Cool white, I mean, and um, that's the cheapest way to do it. Now, if you want to go all out, buy you a thousand watt high pressure sodium and a thousand watt metal halide, and you could turn that basement into a forest with those two lights. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, no kidding. just the size of a bathroom or size of a medium-sized closet, I was producing a lot of food. That's how I learned how to grow hydroponically. But it's easier if you just put it outside. It really is because yeah. outside there's bugs that eat the bad bugs. Inside, you know, if you get a bug problem, you got big problems. Well, down there, man, you got <laughs> you got alligators, you got panthers, you got big ass snakes. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> like you were talking about foraging earlier. <laughs> That's what's the supper, baby. That's what I love about foraging. When I come across something like that, I'm like, oh, oh, oh we have an armadillo on the half shell tonight, baby. <laughs> yeah, so. armadillo is nothing. Yeah, armadillos and hogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the things that'll kill everywhere. you though. They're all oh, they'll kill you, but they're everywhere. My cousin had almost 400 stitches in his leg from when we was hog hunting. Damn, and I oh. still I, I, I knife them, I just knife them. I know how to knife or, or spear a hog, uh, but I've been hunting since I was just a, a little kid. You know, I'm 50 years old and I've been hunting since ever since I can remember. So it's just yeah. my, it's like, I. 
and you know, it's nice sitting up in a tree stand in the woods, no cell phone, no nothing, and just sitting still. And it's kind of like meditation, you know? I mean, that's my, I just, and then when something like a big buck comes along, I do have buck fever. I'm not going to lie. If I got a rifle that's got a scope on it, it's going to fog up because I'm like <sighs> breathing so hard. And then, you know, <laughs> like my buddy, we were riding down the road and there was this big monster buck. And I grabbed his rifle and I was fumbling for the safety and he was screaming hard. Don't you, if I would have fired that rifle off inside that vehicle, we'd both be deaf. We'd be deaf, but yeah. I just, you know, it it's exciting to me. I love to be able to get my own food. Yeah, and, yeah. And I know what people say: all the big games are going to be gone when it. Well, as soon as it hits the fan, I'm going to go out and just harvest a whole truckload of meat before everybody else starts getting on it. Hey, uh, Brandon, the other Brandon, I was laughing earlier because he changed his name. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, the other Brandon, he calls himself that because there's two Brandons in my group, and I don't <laughs> each, I have to figure out who who's who each time. So now he's just the other Brandon. But he's talking, he makes a good point here. Too old to become, I'm too old to become a refugee. Uh, and that is, we were talking about the whole nuke thing. And if there's fallout all over the place, or there may be situations where you sort of have to, but at the same time, I mean, I think we're all, uh, or a lot of us anyway, maybe not your, your, your wife there, but, uh, she's, <laughs> she may, she may be able to take off. You'll have to stay home. You're not going very far, but she'll be able to take off, but we're all sort of in that position where it's like, okay, is it, I mean, if it's something that I absolutely have to do, you, you absolutely have to do it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, but you are sort of at the point where it's like, what is, you know, what the, the odds of your odds of survival, I guess, taken off, decrease as the years go on, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to be a target. It's just that simple. You're just going to be a target. You know, we'll you will be surprised how prime evil people will get during hard times. And it's already getting hard. Hey, Wolf Fang, it's already getting hard. And, uh, you know, everything's so expensive. That's where I'm blessed because I don't buy my food from the grocery store. I live in a, a little shed I turn into a bunker, so I'm not paying $1,800 a month rent. Yeah. Hey, and that that sort of leads me, that was a good segue into this, this comment that uh, – Alpha Tango put in our group the other, or, or just this afternoon, actually. I haven't even had a time to respond to it. I'm not going to read this whole damn thing, but I will leave it on the screen for other people to read. Basically, what is what he's saying is, I'll read the first paragraph here. Uh, how are you preparing for a, a long, slow decline of the U.S. economy? Sort of like what you were talking about. Uh, in this, he's talking about how he sees that the powers that be basically trying to destroy the middle class and make everyone serfs uh, subservient to their system. And it's something that can't be done. Uh, it, it's not going to be something that is going to be quick. Like they're just going to change the monetary system and boom, you're going to have to deal with it. They're going to have to like frogs in a boiling pot of water. They're going to have to get people used to this stuff. 
Uh, so what do you think as far as that that slow decline? Uh, and and I, I suppose you're already there. Some of the things that people should be looking out for, some of the things that people should be doing. Uh, and what are your thoughts on the the intentionality, I suppose, of all of this? Because it sure seems like either they're really freaking stupid and just all they care about is buying stocks and making millions and, and doing things like that. Or there is a, you know, this this shadow government, whatever, bureaucracy behind the scenes, pulling all the strings and making, you know, running the whether they're running the Fed or doing whatever, making all of this stuff happen slowly. And you get into the World Economic Forum type stuff and all that as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of that? I know that was a whole lot there, but. They're all intertwined. They're all in on it together. They they literally want us just to be servants. You know, they they don't want to have to wait in line. And it's already happening. I know people that's got two jobs and they still can't afford to pay their bills. So, I mean, they're literally living at a campground. I mean, things yeah. are so expensive for them. And, you know, I had a couple guys come over today and I teach people how to, you know, forage and eat wild edibles. Doesn't cost anything at all. And it grows everywhere. And honestly, these forage plants got more nutrition. This, these vegetables you buy at the store, the, the land is burned out. So there's not a lot of nutrition in these vegetables you buy. But when you grow them yourself, you know what you've put on it, what it's been grown in, where it's been grown. And it's very satisfying. And it's an art. You, I know so many people that got seed banks and they're like, oh, when the apocalypse happens, I'm going to plant a garden. And I'm like, no, it don't work that way. You have to. Hey, New York Prepper, you have to know what the hell you're doing. It takes time and practice to learn how to grow that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And. Like in my preps, I have microgreens. And if you buy microgreens, you get thousands and th that's a good deal on seeds. And you can grow those microgreens into the whole damn plant if you want to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's you know and, and I think that sort of goes into why. It, there's there's not this push to do the things like you're talking about, the things that all of us preppers talk about all the time, being self-sufficient, doing your own gardening, growing your own food, all of that. There's no push to do that, even though they and, and they I mean, you know, whoever they are behind the scenes, uh, they know all the things that you were just talking about. And that's why Bill Gates and people like that are buying up farmland and pushing the uh, the engineered crops and things like that, because they know the the natural way of doing things again playing god uh, the natural way of doing things is they've they've sort of emptied that well and that well is running dry so they need to figure out different ways and instead of getting people back to doing these things they get people so dependent that they're just going to be able to whatever it's it's lab grown meat or whether it's you know whatever it is that they're they're going to have to get people to to buy to buy into it's going to be easy because they don't know how to garden. They don't know how to do any of this stuff. So that's the only choice they're going to have when that's all that's on the shelves at the grocery store, they're going to buy it. And that's, that's, that's where we are. And that goes for, 
the pharmaceutical companies, the food companies, the yeah, you know, everything. That's where we are as as a, a human race is, you know, just dependent on the the serfs like Alpha Tango was talking about. Just dependent on all this stuff. They just want us at their mercy. They feed us this food they know is going to make us sick. So then we got to rely on, got to be in the system to get medicated for it. Yeah. Well, and then they got you, they got the, the, the cloud seeding and all that stuff spraying us like bugs, like you were saying earlier. And yeah, uh, it's <laughs> almost makes you want to like live sub subterranean, right? Just, have a, a subterranean community. <laughs> You're probably old enough to know that time traveler show. We live like the Morlocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, well, there's where you need to get your indoor growing figured out. You know, if you grew indoors with that system that I have set up, you'd be cropping food every 30 days, man. You would never have to go buy a vegetable again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, and I want to expand on that, but uh, Heike said, uh, who, who is they? That's a very good question. I think if we could answer that question, <laughs> uh, you know, there, that, would, that would answer a lot of other questions as well. Uh, I, what's that? If the world ever figured out who they is, they, they going to get lynched. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. It's just the rich elites, man, the pulling the strings, going to islands and being perverts and, you know, passing all this perversion just so they can get their hands on children. All this 85,000 children missing that came into this country, you know, legal, illegal, whatever the hell they call it. And, like, I love Texas. I love Texas people. But that governor down there in Texas, he puts on a good show by putting them on planes and sending them to blue states. That's funny. That is. But why? He's got the biggest National Guard in, in, in America. Why don't he have the damn National Guard down there going, your ass ain't coming in here? Yeah. You know, why is that? You know, so even, even the ones that are supposed to be the good guys. I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and one more thing back on the way the the they thing, and then we'll get back to this guarding thing. Is I think that the you know when you talk about this group of people that's doing this, you know, you've got the the pedophiles, you've got the 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 politicians that only care about getting rich, you've got the World Economic Forum, you've got the millionaires, billionaires, and the the people that like Bill Gates who get so super rich and feel like they have. Uh, more say over how humanity goes than anyone else. I think there's so many different nodes to that, so many different moving parts that you really can't, I don't even know that they could define who they is. It's just this, all of these, this nebulous kind of thing that um, has the way that society is, the way that society has evolved, they've just got so much damn power and sway over everything that, us down here just living normal lives or trying to uh it, it really it we're it we're ants basically right i mean you know we we get stepped on when we're in the way otherwise go do your thing uh but stay out of the way and you know let us let us go about running the world so 
And also, it's like, how do these politicians end up owning all these big mansions and all this property off of politicians' pay? Yeah. Trading. Stocks and bonds. and yeah, Inside trading is what I believe is going on. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all going broke. I know yeah, one of them is this damn Nancy Pelosi. But anyway, that's one of them day things right there. Yeah, yeah. In my uh, opinion. The indoor gardening thing. I was going to mention, uh, that is something that I, I mentioned this earlier that I'm working on. But we do also have the Harvest Right freeze dryer that I just got. And that Man, thing's fantastic because I can, the, the way this will sort of save money, sort of the same thing we were talking about with all the prices and all that crap going up. Uh, you can, and, and this works with gardening too. If you got a, a, a big crop that you're harvesting and you want to, you know, you, you don't want to, you have to freeze it or do whatever you, you do to preserve it. You put it in the harvest dry freeze dryer and you've got that freeze dried food. I'm doing a lot of meat because that is the one thing as, as prices just continue to skyrocket, you got fuel that continues to go up, which is going to bring up the price of everything else because it needs to travel to different states. Nothing is local anymore. So fuel plays a, a huge part in food prices. So I see all of that. The, the more I can get now at this price, I suppose is what I'm saying, the better off uh, I'm going to be. Now, I'm not in your position to, you know, go out and, you know, kill some hogs or, you know, do shit like that. But that is something that trying to be a little bit proactive, doing what I can do for with my situation. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how a freeze driver works, but I think it's kind of the same principle as slow smoking, getting all the moisture out of it is yeah. what I'm trying to do. Not cook it, just slow smoke it and let the smoke cook the meat and pull all the moisture out and salt the hell out of it. Yeah, it's it's sort of the, I, I guess, the new school way of doing it. That is that is the, the tried and true method. Uh, Harvest Right basically just takes everything. It basically arrests the decay process. It takes all the moisture out of it, 100%, does it in about 20, 30 hours, whereas smoking and, and salt and all that works as well. But a lot it's of work. A, a different process. A lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing it. You know, where you could just sit and dehydrate or boom, you're good. You me, I got to set up everything. I got to cut the wood. You know, I got everything's got to be perfect because I'm not trying to cook it. If I cook it, it's not going to last that long. So it isn't. And that's an art, too. You know, that's something like a lot of people, if they don't have a freeze dryer, but they got a freezer full of meat, the grid goes down. The only way they're going to save that meat is to slow smoke it like I'm talking about, or it's just going to all go to waste. Mm -hmm. That's why I do not use refrigeration for that very reason right there. I don't want to have to depend on it. I want to be used to living without it. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of to um, – Hyde uh, was talking to that shack crazy, but sort of along the same lines of what you were talking about with – uh, doing the method that you you use to preserve that food. It's a pain in the butt, right? Yes. But it is something that when it comes down to it, you're going to have, you have that skill now. So regardless of how big of a pain in the butt it is, you're going to be eating at the end of the day. Whereas somebody that doesn't have that skill, uh, they may kill a, a boar or something like that. They'll eat for a day, 
maybe two. What are they going to do after that? When, when it, you know, in you think of some sort of SHTF situation or even like a, a nuclear fallout situation, that's going to affect the animals. That's going to affect what you can hunt. In an SHTF situation, animals are going to be far and few between, regardless of what people think. I'll just go out and hunt. Uh, maybe yeah. somebody like you would have a little more luck than the average person because you know what you're doing. You know where to look. But it's going to be far and few. It, well, maybe not boars. <laughs> Those suckers are everywhere. But uh, but it is you. you it is something that it, uh, what what they were saying was that that skill, like the skills that you were talking about, need to be passed down. And I think that's what's severely lacking in society these days is one. The parents don't have the skill in the first place. And two, I, I think preppers do a, ver- a fairly good job of it. But two, the, the, the next generation, these, this generation of kids, it's, it's just perpetually getting worse and worse and worse to where they're more dependent on the system. And I don't know that there's a damn thing we can do that about that other than have our kids be ready for it. And have the, the next generation. Yeah, train our kids, and we know our kids will survive. And I'm going to bring it up again, like on our last live, there's going to be a massive Mm die-off. And when that happens, there's going to be a lot of resources available temporarily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really depends on how, you know, and this is all hypothetical. Who knows how everything goes down, but it would really depend on how you capitalized on that situation, your ability to capitalize on that situation, or your, your ability to just... Yeah, maybe survive that situation, right? <laughs> I'll 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 go straight up in a buzzard mode. I mean, yeah, I don't waste nothing already. And uh, if I la- my last case scenario is, I'll feed it to my dogs. Well, mm-hmm. and and see, thinking about this just got me thinking, sort of like a. a a walking dead type situation where say you, you need medication or, you know, their stockpiles of medication, right? You're talking about the die off. And I know this is super hypothetical, but uh, that could very well be a super dangerous situation because you know, people just like the people these days, they they are there to capitalize just like in Hawaii, you know, people are going to capitalize on that. When those groups of people see or know that there are medications to be had, and pretty soon that is going to be a gold mine. You know they're going to be there to get their hands on that. So you're almost going in, uh, knowing that you're you're in for a fight. And I think that's where having a, a you know a, a larger group of people would absolutely be necessary if you had to do something like that. Now as preppers, we need to make sure we never have to do anything like that. So this is sort of going down that weird rabbit hole, but. Well, you know, if, if we roll up on somebody with three tanks and 150 people, somebody's going to have a bad day. <laughs> and you know I got the tanks, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, the other Brandon here said, uh, the irony of today's society is uh, with all the info uh, that's at our fingertips, uh, fewer people uh, want it with every generation. Yeah, uh, we can get it, – it, it's crazy because all – I mean, I I love the fact that I I can get online and I can basically find the answer to just about every freaking question I have. Whereas you think about when you were a teenager, you actually had to work at it or you actually had to say, ah, screw it. I'm not going to be able to figure this out. These days you can get answers to everything. 
But these days, society is more concerned about likes and shares and social media and, and doing things like that than actually uh, sort of getting taking in that information, taking in all the resources that we have available. A, a lot of people are just it's almost dumbed society down. Technology has dumbed society down. Well, it has. These kids can't read a map. They rely on a GPS with their phone. If they didn't have that, they would be lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of kids, they don't know how to read a map. Yeah. Like, I got my GPS and my phone. Well, when that goes down, they're going to look around and go, uh-oh, I'm lost. Yeah. Well, See, now with me, I do like, that's where that convenience factor comes in. I do like the fact that I can just plug in something and, and I can get the address. And you think back to when you were a teenager and somebody had to, you're going to a party or something, somebody had to write the directions down and a house that was probably half an hour away took you three hours to get to. <laughs> yeah. Well, down here, it's like you go down there to that oak tree and you take a left and you go down there to the river and you go across the bridge. And yeah, like down here up in the north, a fairy tale starts with once upon a time down here in the South. The fairy tale starts with, you ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know how to sort of wrap all this stuff up. I think it's just insane the way it, it's just so different society, man. And there's, there's so many different reasons for it. I don't think we can actually, you know, pin down, what has changed so much in society. But when we were younger, you know, come in when the lights turned on, uh, not worrying about people, you know, not worry. My, my parents didn't worry about me getting kidnapped or, or anything like that when I was a kid. These days you sort of have to. And I think that's where society has, has changed and gone to. And there's a whole bunch of different reasons for that. And I think that all play a small part in that. And, and, uh, it's it's just too hard to say one way or the other, but that's where we're that's where we are as a society, and where are we going? I think is what as preppers, that's what we pay attention to, is where is all this stuff leading? Because at some point, it's got to come to a head, right? I mean, at some point, I think it's going to come to a head quicker than most people think. Yeah, I yeah. believe just one day, you know, a lot of people are going like, look, man, I can't, I'm kicked out on the streets i can't afford to buy groceries i got kids and then next thing you know there's you'll be able to find them because there'll be a trail of shotgun shells and 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 beer cans <laughs> and uh, they're gonna wreak havoc because there's some they you know a lot of people are having a hard time coping with these prices this rent down here is crazy yeah apartment it was Four hundred dollars three years ago is eighteen hundred dollars now. That's it's insane. That, and they're all full too. Yeah, because people they, don't have a choice. Yeah, well, if they would just go and buy them a damn shed at a buy here pay here place, <laughs> yeah. find, well, find you a piece of property that you can put it on. And get you a kiddie pool and get you a five gallon bucket, live above. And man, you can be putting back and start banking. That is now not the American way, though. The the American way, you, you think back to the 50s, right? The sizes of houses back then. You know, the, the reason that rents and, and nobody can afford a home these days is because they're they're freaking the size of four houses back then. 
And that is the American way. Nobody wants to live like you were just talking about, other than, you know, maybe some preppers. But the average American wants to live off their credit card, wants to be able to watch the shows that they want to watch whenever they want to watch them. They want to be able to do what the convenience. Everything has got to be convenient. They go yes. to the fast food place when they want to get something to eat, all that stuff. That's the American way. What you just talked about is absolute insanity. <laughs> yeah, instant gratification. We live in a, in a country where everybody wants instant gratification. When I'm like, uh, I've lived in this bunker for seven years. I grow and harvest all my food and I work. That's how I got a brand new Harley. You know, I'm not in debt. I'm not rich by no means, but, you know, I live, I live below my means, you know, and because I got a lot of people got to take care of, you know, my mama's bad sick. She's literally dying. My dad's bad sick. He's literally dying, you know, so I'm having to take up a lot of slack for them. But and that's where having something put back comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the way to do it. But just a lot of people just will not will not do it. And it is something I mean, I could easily we we live pretty comfortably. I could easily now that the kids are out, go to, you know, something super small with a lot of land and and, and be cool with it, because that's sort of, you know, been my my whole entire life was just being that that, you know, my mom was was poor as hell. Uh, I grew up. You know, being, you know, it, it it took a while for me to get my head out of my ass. I'll put it that way. Me um, too. Me too. But but yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me all that much to go back to that to that um, style of living, not with my head up my butt or anything, but that style of the minimalist type thing of just doing things by yourself. And maybe at some point we will. Uh, get to that point as far as, you know, getting some sort of property, getting a bug out location, something that we can build up and work on. Uh, but that is uh, something that, you know, and I think a lot of preppers are the same way. They they look to building up something like that, building up for their future. You're just lucky enough to sort of have that already. Uh, tag in them to, like they were uh, on on their videos. They are there at that 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 final or not that final step but they are there at that that homesteading step so. we all work for it now too there's a lot of work that goes oh, into yeah, homesteading. Yeah. that's another reason why i think holds a lot of people back because they'll attempt homesteading and they're like man i didn't know it was going to be this much work because i was watching one of y'all's talks with you and tagging them and and y'all were talking about tractors i I don't have a tractor. I just use a shovel and a hoe, and a, I do all my gardening by hand. Every bit of it. No uh, tractors. <laughs> no, yeah, no tractors. No nothing. I do it all by hand. That's one. Insane. Well, it's good exercise, and you know, yeah, I'm burning energy, but it's energy my body is producing. I'm not. I, I just try to do everything primitive. That way, you know, when you have to do it primitive, you already know how to do it. If I got to get out there and be on that shovel all day, I can do it already. A lot of people, if they got out there and tried to be on that shovel and keep up with me, they would die in this heat. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah you I'd gotta, be sitting on my tractor crying because I didn't have any fuel for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, 
hopefully I got some corn growing because then I can make some shine strong enough to where you could run your tractor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but literally, I just, we do everything by hand. You know, we, we got a whole bunch of shovels. We got all the hand gardening tools that we need. And then hey, some. Brandon said, uh, uh, I'll trade you a Kubota a tractor for your tank. <laughs> no. I can get out there and do donuts in my tank, and it'll rut that ground up real good. <laughs> and it will, too. Them tracks will tear the hell out of some land. Yeah. Hey, hey, and if anybody didn't watch our last video, one, go watch that video or listen to that podcast. But go over to All American uh, Preppers channel as well. He's got a bunch of those. You guys do uh, a bunch of training exercises with airsoft guns and uh, just a lot of cool, fun, neat stuff that you guys do that is not only fun, entertaining, it builds community, builds camaraderie, but it's also training, you know, for if and when something, uh, you know, may not happen like we were talking about earlier with the slow decline uh, it may not be something that's very you know super quick but in today's age i mean you, you just don't know what's gonna what's gonna go on especially with with all the world powers getting all antsy and uh you just don't you just don't know what they've it, got all coordinated it's rapidly escalating mm -hmm. it's very rapidly escalating so Grow your gardens, buy your canned food, of course, okay? And freeze-dried food is better than canned food, in my opinion. But you got to have a lot of water when you freeze-dry. Yeah. You know? So, but if you can't afford a freeze-dryer and all, just buy your cans of meat. Watch my scavenging, you know, Learn how to live off the land. Do it now. Like, I don't know if you got meat in the freezer or not. You probably do. Go turn your breaker off. Uh, just think if you flicked your breaker off right now, what, what are you going to do? Well, if I was in your position, the first thing I would do is get armed up. Security. Second thing I would do is take all that miser meat out of the freezer and slow smoke it and use what salt I had to keep from it going bad. I just skipped that process of the freezer because I don't run it. Yeah. Hey, uh, in the chat, it said for the guest, which I'm assuming means All-American Prepper, uh, how much time do you spend on gardening? I probably spend, I don't know, 30 hours a week on gardening. But... It's just because I enjoy doing it, and yeah. I'm not in no – I work at a slow pace. I'm not out there trying to kill myself, you know. I'm just planting. I got a lot of terminate growing. Uh, like I said here soon, I'm going to have uh, edelberry sprouts I'm going to be selling over my channel. And those things are very easy to grow, and they'll grow anywhere. You can grow them indoors if you're in a very cold I suggest growing them in a container. When it gets too cold outside, bring them inside and put them under the lights. Yeah. Yeah. And sweet hey, potatoes, grow them sweet potatoes, man. Yeah, I can't stand sweet potatoes. Lisa loves them, though. <laughs> she likes the potatoes. I like the leaves. Yeah. <laughs> she likes the leaves, too, but I don't like sweet stuff. You know, I don't like, I don't eat sweet stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here, man. I appreciate you uh, joining in today. We'll have to do this again in the future. Uh, definitely. Maybe we'll get on with tagging everybody, do a roundup of people 
if you're if you're ever doing anything on your channel hit me up let me know uh let people know do you do a regular live stream or you just sort of whenever the the feeling hits you you get yeah, on I, or? I just whenever the feeling hits me like i'll go three months hardcore on youtube then i'll take a couple months off and the reason why i'm taking that time off is because i am busy prepping for myself yeah but then when i'm not busy that's when i get on here and you know if you're not prepping prepare to die because we're going to be priced out of food i think the food will be there you're just not going to be able to afford it yeah you're, you're going to have to you're not going to be able to afford the the meat and all the good shit you're going to have to uh basically get the cheap stuff that you know the, the government cheese whatever that that consists of uh in the next 10 years or so the the soylent green basically that's what you're going to get <laughs> get the cheap stuff that's going to make you sick then you're hooked to big pharma yep yep exactly so yeah make sure uh go over to all american preppers channel subscribe hit the notification icon that way <clears throat> you can get notified when he does go live uh do the same thing on my channel as well if you want to get notified and it really depends on google is you got to be on the right email on the right device and all that stuff but hit that bell icon get notified and go live I try to do every Thursday. This is coming out Friday this week because I had some things going on yesterday. But I try to do every Thursday. And, yeah, check out his channel. A lot of interesting stuff over there. But, uh, yeah. like I said, I appreciate you joining in tonight. Uh, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Well, my channel is basically based on truth, logic, and common sense. Yeah. And a big middle finger to those that are haters. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and the haters when they come crying to me wanting something to eat sorry for their luck yeah there's gonna be a lot of those too it, it, it'll be and and i think it, it again it goes into the slow decline versus something that's that's quick and fast a slow decline you're gonna see that buildup of those people uh you know it, it, the the crime rising and all those things to the point where it just gets people get fed up with it that could be the slow boiling type thing could lead to something bigger i think than a a, a shocking type quick event so yeah oh definitely. we're on a slow boil that's for sure yeah seems we like had been for a while i think yeah it seems like they're starting to turn the heat up they're not even trying to hide it anymore yeah yeah so americans and people around the world get ready for a rough ride yeah that's what i think too get all right everyone i appreciate y'all joining in tonight all american prepper appreciate you coming on tonight uh, and we will talk to y'all later
Hi everyone, Donald Lowry here, and I'm the marketing director for Contra Radio Network. You know what helps me sleep well? Physical gold. Gold IRAs help people diversify. The best gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals, with thousands of happy customers. Learn why Americans get gold IRAs. Get Augusta's free guide. Text CONTRA to 68592. That's C-O-N-T-R-A to 68592. Or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Have you or someone you know ever had a hard drive crash? Or maybe your cell phone or tablet died, taking all of your pictures with it. You've thought about backing up your data, but all of the plans out there cost too much money for just a little bit of storage space. Well, now there's a solution. Got backup? That's right, Got Backup will allow you to back up unlimited devices, up to six terabytes of data for only $9.97 a month. And that's not all. You can earn commissions by referring friends and family too. Got Backup is the only data storage center that allows you to earn income on your referrals. Check out Got Backup now. Log on to john-jeffers.com. That's john-jeffers.com. Log on now.